Hello, good day, and good evening, everyone. It's Kevin Finkel here with episode number 60 of Magic the Final Frontier. On this podcast, we talk all about the Magic Frontier format, keeping our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Frontier. And my name is Ryan Schwenk. I am the Japan hobbyist out of Tokyo, Japan. Welcome, Ryan. So on this evening, or morning for you, we have a topic that I think is pretty interesting. What I wanted to discuss is difficulty of decks in Frontier. So this came up recently. I was watching some other people playing Frontier, and they were playing a deck that I was familiar with, and I saw a bunch of mistakes coming, and just, you know, small things, intuition things that maybe if you know the deck better, you might not make those mistakes, Mm -hmm. but it really stood out to me, and I was wondering, like, hmm, what are the more difficult decks in Frontier, and are decks in Frontier in general more difficult than maybe other formats? So I wanted to talk about kind of the difficulty of playing decks, and and that's something that's discussed in Magic as well as just, you know, in general. All right, well, let me ask you a question real quick. Sure. Do you think that Magic players would rather play a, you know, difficult, challenging deck or an easy deck, in your opinion? I want to say in general that people want some level of difficulty, or at least the option to choose a difficulty if they want to. To make it more difficult. Yeah, so I mean, there are definitely people that enjoy playing, you know, something like Tron. Tron is usually called, I I think it was a joke recently, it was like, oh, on a scale from Tron to something else, how difficult is your deck to play? And there are a lot of people that still enjoy that kind of deck. They like the choices that you still make in a Tron deck, and just being able to play big things, doing something different with that. So I don't think that there's anything to knock about playing an easy deck, but I do think that there's a lot of things about difficult decks that appeal to Magic players. So you, like you said, choices are one of the things that make a deck difficult. Should we kind of discuss maybe what makes decks difficult first before we jump into like the decks? Yes, yes. And actually, I do want to start with that question is, would you agree with the statement... In every game of Frontier, you're going to have some meaningful choice. Yeah, something that's going to either add or subtract to the win percentage, right? Yes, and, and I don't think that's true for every format. I think there's definitely games in other formats where it is a non-game. You know, you have no choices. Either you're playing exactly the curve out, mm-hmm. or you're playing some kind of combo or non-combo matchup, some kind of prison matchup where you do not have a choice in the, how the game plays out. Yeah, and I feel like that's almost never a case in Frontier, even with some of the most lopsided matchups. Yeah, I feel like usually you have at least a turn or two to kind of get back into things. Where, yeah, like you said, in Legacy or Modern, even it's like you got the the answer this turn, you don't, you lose. Yeah, yeah, or even you don't have the answer in your deck or in the right hand. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, so. Um... Okay, a couple things I came up with with what makes a, de- a deck difficult to play in Frontier mm-hmm. are the, the triggers. I feel like there's a lot of decks that have like tons of triggers that you have to keep track of. Do you, would you agree? Yes, I would say that decks with number of triggers, that's definitely something that's more complicated. Um, something that I thought is always makes a deck more or less complicated is managing your lands. So mm-hmm. I, I think it is easier with shocks, maybe, but we do have a fetch mana base, and it's an imperfect fetch mana base. So there's a lot of decisions about sequencing your lands, playing the ones that will deal you the least amount of damage and get you the colors you need. So generally, more colored decks are going to be more difficult for this exact mm-hmm. reason. And of course, tapping your mana correctly in some instances is really hard. Sure. I mean, that's probably... 
I don't know if we have like different levels of difficulty. I mean, there, there's just, you know, I'm a first time magic player. This would be a difficult thing to pick up mm. versus I'm a very advanced magic player. I still need to think about, is it better to fetch a prairie stream and then get an island? Or is it better to play an island and then be able to fetch this maybe untap later or yeah. aftershock later? Things like that. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think uh, makes frontier decks difficult are uh, buffs. You know, like things like mm-hmm. the plus one counters or some kind of effect that, you know, makes like your creature stronger and, and that math that's involved, you know, to, to let you know if you have just enough to kill them or, you know, if they have this, you know, are, are, is it still enough? Like that sort of thing. Like the math is kind of a little bit more complicated, I think. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point, and I didn't really think about that in some decks, maybe like Atarka, if you're yeah. planning on, oh, I've got three different creatures with prowess triggers and two that don't, and this gives everyone plus one, plus yeah, one, yeah. plus a burn spell. Yeah, all those things could be uh, you know, doing some math in your head that takes a little bit more of a complicated oh. turn on things. Or like you said, the prowess deck, you know, that's another one. Mm-hmm. So anything else you think so, makes it difficult? Again, you know, it mostly for me comes to choices. So uh, we already mentioned kind of any specific cards that will make you choose between mm-hmm. options that you don't know if it's always the right one. So mm-hmm. the one that I was thinking of is Dredge. So I'm definitely going to mention Dredge as being one of those more difficult decks. And when you have something like the Gather the Pack, where you're having to select between different creatures, or you have you know this even the Seder Wayfinder having to select from different lands, mm-hmm. getting a lot of those tends to be more, uh, more more choices, more difficulty for that very reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's uh... Uh, dig through time. is probably another one on that on that list. You know, anytime you resolve a dig through time, I feel like that's a big test for how comfortable players are with that deck and how good they are, strong they are as a player. Is how long do you take to resolve a dig through time? Because I've seen people that will just you know mull over the decisions. Mm-hmm. They'll pull the seven at the end of the turn and they'll be like stuck in a deadlock there trying to figure out. Whereas I've seen people just go. Oop. There's the land I need. I know I need a land, even though it's not a an action card. Oop, there's the the exact card I want to pick from these seven, and that's a lot of choice. It's a lot of difficulty. Yeah, and especially choosing which cards in some decks to get rid of, you know, with the delve is sometimes hard. So, like you said, choices are yes. very difficult. Yeah. So, did you want to jump into some mm. decks? Should we start with the hard decks or the easy decks or maybe some medium decks? Where should we start? Sure, let's start on the hard end, especially because I've kind of mentioned a couple things that would fit the examples that we all just listed. So I was talking about Dredge, and I feel like in that there are a lot of choices. There's a lot of triggers because you need to remember your creatures coming back. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sequencing because you have things that you want to play before others. I think with lands especially it can be difficult. So that that Mm -hmm. tends to run very few lands, so it can be important to... Sometimes you need to fetch before you mill yourself a bunch because mm. you might end up milling the one land that you wanted to fetch from the deck still. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, like we said, there's a lot of triggers, death triggers, things coming from into the get graveyard. There's a lot of things that go into the graveyard and trigger. And there, again, there's a lot of choices. So you have a lot of cards that might be sitting in the graveyard and you need to decide when's the right time to use it. Whether it's right to discard a card to bring back a prized amalgam or whether or not you're better off using those cards from your hand. Yeah, there's just a... I wouldn't say the choices... I mean, I haven't really played Dredge a lot. I mean, I played against it, mm-hmm. of course. Um, it seems like it's really consistent now. It's more consistent than it has been before. I would say the old version was kind of really you, you dependent on the choices. Of, 
You actually remind me of one of the last things I wanted to say as a big example of what makes a deck difficult mm-hmm. or hard, and it's the reason probably why I would pick Dredge as one of the most difficult decks in the format, and that's mulligan decisions. Yeah. Whether or not the hand you have is something worth keeping, whether or not you have to keep it, ship it back, mm-hmm. um, and in specific matchups even more so. And I think Dredge is one of the hardest ones to do that because so much of your power is what you can find off the top of your deck, what you can discard from your hand, and that makes it really hard to know this is a good keep versus this is totally going to trash. I'm going to play a, a bunch of one ones and do nothing for four turns. I, mean, I kind of had dredge like in between medium and hard because I feel hmm. I feel like like I said the older ones they needed more to go off, so there's more decision making, um, you know, uh, as part of you know that deck. But like the newer decks, maybe okay they did add in the difficulty of do I delve or not delve with Grimmag Angler or Tassiger, um, that might mm-hmm. have added some level of decision making. But I would still say it's it's kind of like in between hard and medium. Not super. Yeah, and then hard the card that actually the card that inspired this was like I said, I was watching someone. They played a Gather the Pack, mm-hmm. and they looked at the top five. You know, if you know that card, you get to look at the top five. You can choose one creature or two if you have spell mastery, and then you put the rest into your graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the creatures you choose go in your hand. And he found like a prized amalgam, and I want to say a haunted dead. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I'll just not choose anything. I'll put them all into my graveyard. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm screaming because he already had a um, a haunted dead in his mm-hmm. graveyard. Mm-hmm. The be... right move there is to put them in your hand yeah. and then discard them next yeah, turn. Yeah. And it's one of those like little things that people don't think about. Okay. So there's just a lot of choices and sequencing with that deck. Okay. All right, my turn. All right, so why don't you uh, pick another one on the hard side, especially if it exemplifies some of the things that we were talking about? I would say that four color control is kind of hard to play. You know, it's just specifically it's... four color, or do you think that I all think control decks? Because I don't normally. Four color. Okay, just because I haven't seen matter. a lot of four color control in some time. Yeah, I mean, know, we've been seeing a lot of Esper. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm I'm in I'm in Tokyo, I'm in Japan, and people still love yeah. their four color control for some reason. So. You know, they're playing okay. Grixis with white, basically. You know, your commands and whatnot. But just the mana base alone, um, you have to be a really good, uh, not driver, but uh, pilot, pilot to be able yeah. to to play for controller controls well. It has a lot of good answers, but you have to know when to use those answers and not to use them. You need, you need to know, you know, what colors to fetch and stuff like that. I would say four color control is probably one of the most difficult control decks in frontier Hmm. i can see that there are a lot of choices there in what you're going to fetch up and you know when people think about if they didn't play frontier and they think about standard four color control that had even more options because you really had to be prepared to run that you know the 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 tango land mana base yeah it could be really difficult with fetches um what about other control decks do you think that there's a lot of difficulty to play control in frontier well, what do you think about white-red control? I know it's shown up a lot in, in Tokyo, not so much over in Untap, but... Uh... I, I think it, it is difficult. You know, I, I've played that deck. Um, I, I do still want to talk a little bit more about, like, traditional control, so either, mm-hmm. like, Esper, Grixis. Do you think that that's a difficult deck? Because I, I had it on my list of pretty difficult decks, you know. Anytime that you're really trying to be reactive, mm-hmm. you need to know what answers you have, what might be coming, yeah. and sequence your answers to match the threats and, and that's a lot of work with that kind of deck i have esper control and like blue blue black control kind of my medium difficulty range just because mm. 
I think you have better mana there, and you're able to use your counter spells or your draw spells more efficiently to be able to get, you know, the the cards you need. I mean, dig through time becomes a, so much better of a card, you know, in Esper or blue black than it does in four color. So sure. I mean, I guess if we're counting, if you're counting four color, I could see it being slightly less difficult from that. But at some point, it becomes is the deck less difficult or is it just better uh, because it's not playing four colors mm. so i can kind of see there but i do think that um control is on my side of the more difficult decks rather yeah. than on the easier side yeah it's definitely towards medium to difficult range all right we got lots of decks yeah, to talk well, about so yeah why don't we jump kind of towards the other side just to start giving some examples what do you can think is an easy deck because in my mind what I've thought of, of like in a standard deck, the easiest kind of deck would be something like a very straightforward burn, you know, a very creature heavy burn. Mm. I'm playing creatures. I'm curving out. I don't have much as far as answers. I don't have much as far mm. as anything. It's just playing creatures and spells that deal damage to the opponent. Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, uh, like burn type decks or like the mono red decks. You know, you don't have to worry about fetching See, at all. And... I was going to say that. I don't consider the red, you know, the Atarka decks, even the mono red decks in Frontier to be that linear. Uh, I, I feel like they have a lot more decisions that I wouldn't put them at that level of being a an easy deck, but per se. Yeah, I don't know if I would put them at median either, though. I mean, you, you do need to have the right amount of cards, but with with stuff like Light Up the Stage now and people mm-hmm. using, um, what's the other one? Risk factors. Yeah, risk one. factor and stuff. It's like you don't really need to have uh, make as many decisions now. It's like, hey, you're gonna take this damage or not? I would think it's the opposite. You need to decide when it's the right time to use those, whether or not you want to go for more burn or to play those. I think the decisions with smuggler's copter and when to play your prowess spells is always big. Like skewer the critics oh. and stuff like that. I mean, it, it really depends. Like a more burn centric deck, I think there's enough burn now that you you don't really have to really worry so much you know about like i think let's also let's clarify something yeah let's clarify something real quick i'm looking at as looking at this as is this a difficult magic deck not is this one of the easier or one of the harder decks in frontier are you doing it the same way oh yeah i don't think it's that difficult to play i mean it's like it's that difficult to play i think it's one of those i don't know if i agree i think it's one of those decks where it's like it's like affinity you know, in like the older style of affinity in modern where, you know, you, you have a great hand, you have a god hand, and you win. Or, you know, you, you don't and you, you mulligan and you keep mulliganing. And sometimes you're just going to obliterate your opponent and other times you, you're just kind of screwed. Hmm. I, I really haven't had that same feeling about the deck. I do feel like I have a fair amount of agency with my red decks in okay. Frontier. You know, you get a lot of choice of what you're going to go after with your burn. And unless if you're playing against a really, really controlling deck, and then you can just get, you know, I reach turn five and I lose, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's a decent amount of agency. Okay. Well, I mean, I could see a Tarka Red being a little bit more difficult, but I'm like Mono Red, not so much. Hmm. That's my opinion. So what about you? What would you have on the easy So side? if I were to go to that side of it, you know, it's not a deck that's been seen quite as much, but if I'm looking at, you know, really, really... I could be playing with my my hand face up, and it wouldn't affect my opponent at all. Mono white, I would say, is the one deck yeah. that I'd be like, this is a real easy deck to play. You're only going to be playing your curve. You don't really have much as far as instant speed interaction. You don't have much as far as choices. It's just going to be, I'm playing a deck that demands an answer from my opponent, and if they don't have it, they're going to get run over. 
like critical mass decks, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that uh, Elves is kind of the same way then? Yes, I think that, you know, there's been a lot of different kinds of Elves in Frontier, and Frontier's had some really interesting kinds of Elves decks. I'd say traditional Elves, yeah, it would be the exact same way that you're only really playing to your curve, you're playing Steel Leaf Champion, you're playing when you want to play your uh, your guys, and that's about it. You know, they don't even often run any kind of removal in the main deck. Um, maybe if they have Collected Company, that's mm-hmm. a little bit more option. If you have Cord, that's probably some more option. Yeah. But... Even those cases, you're kind of just you're curving out to big creatures. Yeah, to, uh, trying to go as wide, wide as possible and then pump them up, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I could see green black elves kind of being between the easy to medium. Oh, well, I was gonna say they're probably on the easiest side. Yeah, it depends on, but it's got a lot of customization. I guess it depends on. You know, when, when do you yeah, I wasn't the factoring. Or... I wasn't factoring in deck building at all. I'm kind of just saying, I see a hand. Yeah. I know exactly how it's going to play yeah. out from elves, usually. Okay. I would definitely put them and Mono White on easier than Atarka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. What do you think about Abzan Aggro? I kind um, of feel like that's kind of an easier deck to play because you're just smashing things. Yes. That was one that I was going to say, this really exemplifies kind of the the standard format of I'm playing some creatures, I'm playing my answers when I have them, I'm playing my more creatures. And really that's all that they do. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get card advantage, play creatures, grind out, and or, or just beat down when you have the offensive. So for me, that really is the easy deck kind of, you know, there's choices, but it, it's, it, it, it's a very pure easy deck, mm-hmm. the way that easy decks should and could be. It's more meta dependent, I think. Like you, you have to change maybe some cards, maybe use that uh, Night of the Autumn, you know, in this build or Anathens in this build. But once you're playing the deck itself, I don't think it's that difficult. Yeah, again, I wasn't really factoring in deck building, more just how it plays yeah. out from hand to hand. Yeah. Um, how would you? So you know, I'm yeah. kind of looking at it as like, oh, if I net deck this deck, am yeah. I going to know how to play it well? How would you rank like the the collected company decks? We already talked a little bit about elves. What about the other ones? Like, where would you put them on the difficulty range? I would say there's usually more on the easy side of things. It, it can be a little bit of choice, but for the most part, you know, you're playing creatures. Your answers are your creatures. You're just trying to tempo or beat down your opponent out, which leads to most of your games playing pretty similarly. So we have like three types now. We have the Bent humans, the cocoa humans. We have mm-hmm. uh, just regular cocoa with like you know uh, value cards, and then we have like the bent spirits now. So would you say yeah. s- some of those are more difficult than others? I would say spirits is probably the most difficult of those, just because you often have more options. You know, you can play a lot more things at instant speed, like whereas rattle the, chains uh, or the mausoleum wanderer. Yeah, whereas if you're humans, you're probably tapping out unless if you have collected company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had. Um, I had no, I'm going to go back like to the other level. side. Yeah. yeah, I could see them being definitely medium. I'm going to go back to the other side with a hard one as long as we're on the topic of Coco. Mm. And I wanted to bring up Rally because when we talk mm-hmm. about Frontier, that was always one of those decks where people were like, oh, it is the best deck, but it's difficult to play. That's one reason that people thought people weren't playing it more. Um, and, you know, it always had the problem of being a four color deck before those were really very possible. It has, you know, collect companies' choices. It has choices in sequencing its creatures and its lands, as well as just, uh, you know, you're trying to build to some big explosive turn. So that was always a difficult thing for the deck. Yeah, the mana is definitely better now. 
I mean, it's easier to yes. get the mana. But like you said, it's when when to make that call, when to pull the trigger, is is kind of difficult. Like it, it doesn't play as many protective spells. You know what I mean? You know something that can kind mm-hmm. of stop them from killing your combo card. So. Okay, so what about some of the combo decks of the format? Because I don't think we've discussed them much. Um, Jeskai Ascendancy, I think, is kind of hard. Yes, I was going to say that's definitely one that takes some work to pick up. Um, you need to know, again, if you're playing multiple colors, that's going to make a deck more difficult. So there's a fair bit of sequencing there, as well as you're kind of having to math out when you can storm off. So that's, uh, that's keeping Keeping that track of the tricky. mana is like really hard, I think. It's like, okay, I got blue, mm-hmm. I got red, I got green. If you're playing a four-color one with, uh, you know, like the, what is it, Sylvan Awakening. So Yeah, so I put that on the medium to high end. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think it's that difficult once you've learned the deck. Mm-hmm. It, it's fairly easy to master, but it's difficult to learn, if that makes sense. Lots of choices and lots of things to keep track of. Like, it's, you, like, like mm-hmm. you said, you can definitely get used to it and be able to play it very quickly, but like someone first starting out, they're going to be making lots of mistakes. Yeah, and especially when the actual turn that you're storming off, you have to know, okay, I untap these, I sequence my draw, mm-hmm. I add the mana to my mana pool. I loot here. You have to make sure yeah. you're doing that correctly, or you're going to get burned accidentally doing it incorrectly. Yeah. Um, what other combo decks did you have on here? So, one that I was not sure where to place is, where do you think that Marvel fits on this scale? I had the medium. Because it's like, yeah, you do have to be able to set up your your energy. You need to know how much energy you need you need to know when to play that either works so there, there are there's a little bit of decision making um you're not always gonna hit your your creature either you know when you when you spin it so you have to kind of know what card to play instead you know in that situation yeah i had a little bit of difficulty figuring out where to place that because of those exact reasons i was like well you know there is some choice about what you do but at the same time you're also i assembled marvel plus six energy plus tapping it and now i win mm-hmm. so for some people that could also be you know it's a very straightforward easy win con without much um yeah without needing to know what you're doing that much uh, i think that newer versions of the deck that also you know have the kind of the delirium backup plan with emmer cole mm-hmm. things like ishkana yeah those probably have more more choices more agency mm-hmm. but they're still, forced to kind of play a real game it's like you go from medium to maybe medium difficult medium hard you know what i mean so it's not it's not too big of a gap between those two two styles okay yeah i was on like the medium or easy side yeah um what about sahili combo you know it's tough because depends on what kind of sahili you mean you know some of them have been i'm playing nothing but value creatures some of them have been more it's just a control deck and it's got the sahili combo Mm -hmm. hidden in there so i don't think there's a general way to sum all of them up but you know they're they're on the medium side. There's usually a lot of agency. They're often three to four color, so that mm-hmm. makes it uh, more difficult as far as decision making. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I have a couple more decks. I, I don't mm. have any more on my hard side. Did you have any other hard decks that you think? We I think talk I had about? one more that I saw was was difficult, and I didn't even think about how difficult it was till I saw some people just having a lot of trouble playing it, kind of the, for the first time. Was the Bant Nexus deck? Oh, if you've seen that pop up at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean like the one, not the gates, but like the one with uh, all the fogs? Yeah, with like Turbo Fog, um, with with uh, Teferi and mm. Nexus of Fate. Yeah, I guess that is pretty hard. 
yeah, I think it's harder than it looks because you kind of need to know when to draw, when to take damage, when to fog. I think it's harder for the opponent to know when to give up. <laughs> no, I, I feel like compared to the standard deck, that one wins a lot faster, or at least mm-hmm. the versions I've played of it do. Okay. Um, what would you say? I had a so going back to the easy side. Um, the mm-hmm. blue red decks, like in Soul or Prowess, where would you put those? Hmm. I mean, those are probably comparable to the other red aggro decks. I mostly group those right now. Maybe in Soul has a little bit more risk to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're that that's often holding up counter spells or knowing when to go all in on an in Soul or not. So in Soul's more of like the e- medium level. Deck yeah, then. yeah. How about Prowess? The blue red Prowess. Like, would you have that same as in Soul, or would you say it's a little bit easier? Probably a little bit easier, but in that same realm. Okay. Depends if they're running counter spells, I would think. It, you know, it depends if it's a tempo deck or just a uh, a curve out burn aggro deck. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other decks that you had you wanted to talk about? I think that's most of it. You know, we talked a little bit about control being difficult. You know, any of those real slower decks that's trying to answer things can be tricky. Um, I had Jund on my list as one that I wasn't sure where to place and kind of put it in the middle. Yeah, I think Jund's kind of medium now. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's more kind of like that with like Grixis. Yeah, that's about it. Is, is kind of, you know, they're, you know, you need to know when to use your removal and whatnot, I think, but not, not too Yeah, difficult. definitely. So in general, I think we're kind of saying that, you know, if you're a tempo deck, if you're a deck that's trying to answer things, that's usually more difficult than if you're the aggressor, if you're just trying to play threats and have your opponent answer them. Um, I think there's two decks that we should talk about just because they've been a big part of like the metagame over the last few months. Hardened okay. Scales and Jeskai Temple. Hmm. Jeskai Temple is so kind of I put Hardened off. Scales a little bit on the easier side just because it is a, a pretty curve-out deck. It's trying to you know just put synergies together and play your creatures on time. Yeah. I, I can see where curve. there's some nuance as far as math. You know, you have to add up. The where counters, your anchor back triggers are yeah. going to go, all that. Yeah, how many counters are you getting on your stuff? When, yeah, who, who do you put your counters on, you know, if you're, you get to choose, you know, like from a Rishkar or or the, who was it? Uh, but if I were to compare it to Hardened Scales and Modern, which I don't think is a particularly difficult deck, but I'd say that the Frontier version is definitely easier than that. Yeah, keeping tracks a little bit easier. Um, Jeskai Tempo, you know, just the old school tempo. Would you say that's kind of along the... Uh, the same vein as Abzan Aggro? Or would you say... Um, probably in the same vein. You know, instead of maybe discard spells, they've got some kind of counter or, you know, like counter spells, Reflector Mage, Spell Queller. Those are the kind of things that take a little bit more thought as far as sequencing. But otherwise, but not it's just smash face, difficult. right? Yeah, especially with the version that's like 8 to 10 one drops. Then you're definitely smashing a lot of face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are all the cards that... I sorry, all the decks that I wanted to talk about. So last question. Yeah, no, perfect. I, I was starting to just sequence, sequence. Uh, sorry, segue us into there is. I was talking about modern, you know, with the yeah. current skills deck. How does Frontier compare to other formats? Would you say is kind of where? Uh, is that the same place you were going for the last question? Yeah, I don't want yeah. to cut you off too bad. Yeah, that, oh, okay, that's exactly what I was trying to segue into. So, yeah, I, I mean, I played Legacy a little bit. I played modern a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, I play standard a lot. I, I definitely think Frontier is more complex than Standard, so there's a lot more you can do. There's a, a lot more decision-making, and there's a lot there's a lot of, of variety. So, okay, instead of having only this one 
choice or it's one card that you can use in this situation in frontier there might be a couple of things that kind of get you out like for example in jessica temple okay if i have a spell queller here that helps or if i have a reflector miniature that helps whereas you know in mm-hmm. standard maybe I, I just need this card if i don't have this card i'm screwed so i think it's a little yeah, bit more and complex. I, I felt like there are times where standard has a fair amount of complexity but usually if it does it's all of the same kind of complexity and it's not so much that you don't have the option of playing a tier one non-complex decks and yeah. a tier one complex decks which i feel like you can do right now in frontier and you've been able to do for most of frontier like at frontier i feel like there's multiple correct answers now as far as older formats which i have a little more familiarity and it sounds like i don't feel like the highs in frontier are anywhere near the highs of some other formats mm-hmm. you know there's some decks in things like legacy where it feels like you're you're playing a special little solitaire game you know mm-hmm. you're playing the storm game and i'm going to be figuring out exactly between these 30 cards i'm going to see in the next turn can i put together the exact amount to burn out my opponent for lethal or you know i have to tap my elves in the right order play them all in the right order and yeah it's just this own little, you know, it's almost sometimes more fun to play it on your own than actually play it against an opponent who might have interaction to mess up your uh, fun mm-hmm. little game of solitaire there. Mm-hmm. Um, Modern Storm has been like that as well. as well at times. Right now, that's not as much the flavor. You know, people preferring things like Phoenix. I think that, I would say that standards, right, that Modern and Legacy are not as difficult as Frontier just because Frontier has to make do with cards that are slower and... Like I said, there's there's multiple layers and, and things like that you have to use where like legacy and front sorry, legacy and modern, you know, it's, it's much faster. There's less decision making to be had because like you said, it's that one card that you have to draw out of thirty on that turn or you're dead. Yes. So in individual games, I would certainly say so. That kind of comes back to my beginning question of the episode of, do you feel like in every game of Frontier, you're going to have a quest, a, a, some kind of decision that affects the outcome? And mostly, yes, was our decision. Yeah. Um, that's definitely not as true in, in modern Legacy. Yeah, it, it depends on your so card. So I feel like in those formats, yeah, the lows are definitely a lot lower, and the lows, depending on the matchup, are going to be a lot yeah. lower as far as difficulty to play. And as far as, but, but, but that's why I was saying is the highs are going to be higher in those formats. I know. I know in Frontier, I've had games where it's like, oh, I'm almost dead. I wipe their board. I fight back and I win. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like in other formats, you know, it's just like, well, especially even like in standard with like, it's like a mono red deck, you know, I get them at two and like I get them at three and then they're like burn, burn, dead. You know, just like their threat density is just, I guess their consistency is a little bit better when you have less cards you know, to choose from in, in, in a format. So, Yeah, you know, there's a great mix of answers to threats in Frontier, and yeah. it's basically the modern design that, uh, well, not modern design, the, what, M15 forward design that yeah. Magic has done a great job of doing, the new standard. Yeah, much more balanced. Less powerful, you got to jump through some hoops, but uh, still rather rewarding, I think, complexity and difficulty-wise. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's going to bring us towards the end of our show. I think this was an interesting topic. I like doing things like this sometimes that focus less on the specific of the meta or about new cards and just kind of talk about what's interesting, what's unique about Frontier, you know, a format that we love so much. Mm-hmm. So this was fun. Uh, once again, I'm Kevin Finkel, and this was Magic Final Frontier. You can find us at mtgfrontier.net. Uh, you can also find our Discord. We've got Reddit. Uh, a lot of ways to reach out to us if you'd like to. And I am Ryan Schwenk, the Japan Hobbyist. You can find me on Twitter at YoSchwenke. And you can also find me at my website, www.thejapanhobbyist.com. 
All right. Well, to everyone out there, we look forward to being your go-to source for Frontier Information Online. Your Final Frontier, signing off.